Hey everybody, I'm Danny. I'm Quinn. And this is Saturday Morning Cartoons. Good morning. Good morning, guys. I guess that's a thing we're doing now. I, I think it's good to remind them, or at least act like this is at least put on at 7 a.m. No. It's not. No. <laughs> absolutely not. Um, We're going to try to change up format a little bit today. A little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, I'm going to test the thing out. In which we sort of bring up a subject and tie that into the cartoons we've watched recently, but also, if possible, just tie it into cartoons in general and cartoons we've watched in the past. And today's subject is... Oh, me? Yeah. Oh. God. (laughs) There's Um, only two of us here. I mean... Quinn! (laughs) You dingleberry. Goodness. Um, what we're doing today is our subject is going to be intensity, I guess. Like, the intensity of cartoons recently. Star vs. the Force of Evil was very intense very this week. In, very intense. Very intense. <laughs> so intense. Fun. They don't really prepare you for what is to come every week. <laughs> I mean, maybe if I, like, you know, actually watch the previews for episodes, but... That would require watching regular television, though. I think that would require watching more Disney XD that I have available to me. That's true. We have zero Disney XD available Then again, I think I did see Star come on regular Disney Channel last week, or, you know, I think it was there. I've only ever seen Dog with a Blog on regular Disney Channel. I think that might be their only TV show. <laughs> and, like, the occasional Doc McStuffins. Doc McStuffins is also intense is it no <laughs> i mean i think she's becoming a pet doctor like things are going different in her life that's kind of weird actually because like she's three or four or something I think like she's like five she's oh she's five well i don't i don't know we, should, we can pull the wikipedia if you want i'm not gonna <laughs> do that um you know i refuse to ever look up things about cartoons and i will only look up things about things that don't matter you know <laughs> i'd rather talk out of my ass about everything else like, but, um, who's Reese Witherspoon? Who's that? Let's uh, find out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's, you need a, you need a degree to be a pet doctor. I don't, <laughs> you don't need a degree to work on toys. I, I feel like if you have toy magic, you can do whatever the fuck you want. I, th- having the ability to make toys speak does not necessarily translate into, like, curing puppies of polio. And move. She can also make toys move and have sentient life. <laughs> All right. I mean, I think you can pick fix like I think you, you you can legally like trim a dog's toenails at that point. That's a vet's job, right? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a groomer's job, and that's a very difficult job because dogs have nerve endings in their in their nails. All I know is that if you you can't trim rabbits' feet because they'll bleed out and die. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, your rabbits are gonna have long long toenails, man. Come on, people need to stop owning rabbits. Like <laughs> no one knows how to take care of rabbits. So people need to stop owning rabbits. We really need to just stay limited to cats and dogs because we ruin every other animal and we've already ruined cats and dogs, <laughs> but we know how they operate, generally speaking. So we just should stick to those. I remember someone made a post that they were like, no one should own a parrot. I own a parrot and I love my parrot, but no one should own a parrot. <laughs> there were examples and reasons why, but I won't go into them. Anyway, intensity mm-hmm. in cartoons lately. Let's start with Star, which got super intense. I mean, it was probably most most intense mm-hmm. yeah they um they set off that ludo plot i mean i guess they set it off last the episode before but like the lo- the toffee plot this is oh, oh yeah i mean yeah, yeah ludo was, toffee it was ludo, castle. W- ludo was Ludo's def- home you named ludo was definitely second banana to that <laughs> to that plot what a i always i love toffee's name 
so much. And the fact that it's just toffee. It's just toffee. It's really cute. Honestly, it might not even be toffee. That's just what he get. He just gave him a card that said toffee. It didn't say my name is toffee, and he never answered to the to toffee ever at any point. So I don't know. That guy's mysterious. So you have the you don't think toffee like died in that explosion? I guess he didn't, but like it's implied, and that's pretty intense for disney him not showing up doesn't mean he died in the him not showing up at the end doesn't mean he died there's no way he died he can regenerate and he can't and he didn't regenerate his pinky well not his pinky it was like his middle finger so if he can his ring finger yeah either way i mean they only have four fingers so those two (laughs) kind of get melded together but um like so if he can regenerate his whole body but he didn't regenerate that one finger because when you first see him he's missing it that that means something. Like that's that's an important plot line. So they're gonna have to explain that to us and why he wanted to destroy the wand rather than just steal it like Ludo did. They did show it a lot. Also, his, finger. his deal. What is it? I have I to know. Oh, I don't. I wish I knew what his deal was. It's so, like, why? I I told you that I think that his like that finger has something to do with Star's type of magic and that you know it got rid of it forever. Mm-hmm. It's like ooh I. I like growing back my limbs, and if, ooh, if I could stop this, I should probably just stop all of it. Just quit it. Mm-hmm. You quit that magic right now. That being said, I wonder what part of, like, because it, it didn't seem to be Star's wand, because Star's wand is what blew off his arm, and that grew back. Yep. I mean, maybe it's a certain type of magic. Maybe. Her doing that thing where she, uh, busted, a, where she, like, um, did a little dance and then busted open that cage, that was pretty cool. Did she do a little dance? Mm, she did, like, a spinning magical girl motion. Yeah, a swoop. After an intense, like, don't don't mess with me Wall. freezing spell. Yeah. yeah. There was there was almost no music in this episode. Huh, I didn't notice that. Either. That's something you should have noticed. I, I didn't. Well, it's shame. I, I, shame. Maybe there were a lot of explosive sound effects instead, and I was like, that's close enough to music. Truly. <laughs> Truly. And I love that Ludo wanted to bribe uh, Buttfrog. I'm not going to use his actual name. It's long in Russian. <laughs> I love that Ludo wanted to bribe Buttfrog, not with, like, money or food. But I think with... it's Buffrog. No, he calls him Buttfrog. Like, an ass and also a frog. Ass frog. <laughs> I'm glad that Ludo wanted to bribe Ass Frog with fatherhood. <laughs> rather than, like, food or money or anything. He's like, if I give him children... Then we gotta be friends. Yeah. And I will use his friendship. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Ludo, Ludo doesn't really get, like, super intense. Like, he, he... I don't know. Is he gonna, like, make a comeback? Or... Right now, he's pretty much stuck in, like, Pathetic Town. Yeah, I think he might stay in Pathetic Town. I don't <laughs> see him... Because we saw him get birthed. Birthed. So you can't really come back from that. I like that you like, look nature <laughs> and like you knew it was gonna happen don't look at that <laughs> he's like a kappa right is that what that is that how you say that kappa uh, he's got the little head deal but i don't know if he's a full kappa yeah he doesn't have a he doesn't even have a um a uh shell and also well sometimes they have shells and sometimes they don't and it's not that his head's full of water it might just be like a bald spot type deal i'm not really sure but that's what he looks like I think he might be. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Kappas. They don't all have. I think a lot of the ones I've seen don't have shells. Actually, there's. It's just. I think it's just. I think that because he's short, mm-hmm. and usually Kappas are very like scrawny yeah, and tall. tall. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. I don't know. When it comes to the shell, but um, 
basically, I don't remember cartoons always doing this. Maybe they've always done this, but I don't remember cartoons getting, like, super duper into themselves and super duper serious unless the show was already serious, so... I only remember it happening, like, for the movies. Like, the only time I remember Powerpuff Girls getting intense was their movies. Yeah. And, like... That movie... That movie there. (laughs) (laughs) There, and, like... Um, yeah, like, even something that might have a more serious plot, like Samurai Jack, it was still, like, really episodic-y, like, it was, it's just, a lot of the, a lot of cartoons were episodic day by day, and they didn't really have an opportunity, I feel, to get intense, while a lot of stories right now try to, like, tell more of a, a story, even if they do episodic stuff sometimes, Mm -hmm. so they're able to have highly intense episodes, and then go back to whatever nonsense or silliness they right they regular do or incorporate into the intense episodes. I think Star has a really good balance of that actually. Yeah, Star doesn't usually do that though. Star is like pretty much lighthearted all the time. And when it does its plot stuff, it does it not very hard. Like this is the first time where they did something very plot heavy for the whole plot. Mm-hmm. Like for the episode where they reenact the um taking of Muni, essentially mm-hmm. the Independence Day of Muni, like they had this moment of Star sort of realizing that her people are colonialist monsters mm-hmm. and, like, that freaking her out a bit. But the rest of the episode was really, really, really lighthearted. And this episode had lighthearted, mo- had lighthearted moments, mostly to do with Marco, actually. But the, oh, the entirety itself was actually really, really heavy. Like, um, like, Marco's parents were genuinely afraid that he got kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Like, they were genuinely afraid. What was with that police officer? <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> I could, like, because they did a thing where he looked at the girl and then he looked at the parents and he just wanted to get out of there. Is that, like, cop magical? Does he know? No. Does he... he doesn't. He's just a dick. He's like, okay, I have a child and two Mexican people. <laughs> no one knows what they're talking about, obviously. I have to leave. Like... I have to get out of here. But first I gotta tell my story about Vegas in, like, a weird, pretty general way. <laughs> I gave it all up for magic. but yeah um god like dexter never did that i don't think what other cartoons were there it was just pop of girls and dexter (laughs) before now only there was dexter and powerpuff (laughs) girls um no um even more like i mean i guess you can call them like last generation cartoons we actually might even be two generations of that um like Fosters never really got intense outside of the movie. Mm-hmm. Fosters had a couple of episodes where they were kind of heavy, and it was like, oh, Blue's going to get adopted by someone else. I love the episode where Blue is, like, out of style. Remember? Mm-hmm. He, like, he, he, like, tries to get adopted to spite Mac, and everyone's kind of over it. <laughs> I think that's really funny. But, um, yeah, like, Blue getting adopted was always, like, a heavy thing. And, um, I guess Mac getting, like, bullied by his brother was sort of a thing. Like, that kind of had a deal to it, but it never even got that bad. And, like, Mind Jet Partner's a monkey never had a single episode. Maybe the <laughs> last episode? I don't know. Never I... Mind Jet Partner's a monkey. <sighs> Mind Jet Partner's a monkey is so slept on. I think it's funny. Same for, like, Juniper, the life and times of Juniper Lee. God, that one was really good. But no one ever remembers that one. It's very sad. Did that ever get intense? It did sometimes, like, when she realized that she could never leave her city. Like, that fucked her up a little bit. But, like, oh, wow. the thing about the thing about cartoons, like, the last go-around versus cartoons now is that you had these these moments of, like, 
so you have these moments of I guess severity like where the where the character realizes that this is something that's really bad for them mm-hmm. but it never really translates over to the audience like I don't, like cartoons are really doing that a lot now like it was you had these moments of like sadness like when Juniper found out she couldn't leave her town and you had these moments of like just like really shitty things happening when Blue almost got adopted a bunch of times and like that's supposed to, I understand that that is a problem for mm-hmm. the characters but it doesn't make me go, Jesus Christ, like it do- like cartoons do now. Mm-hmm. Adventure Time does that like every other week. It it was it was a thing at first, and now it's just like the format of the show. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ again? Yeah, yes, Steven again. Steven makes me do that sometimes, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, fucking God. And then Star did that today, and it doesn't usually do that. It usually is very lighthearted. And mm-hmm. Toffee is so weird. Like when he was like, surprise. That was intense <laughs> you gotta use a different word man synonyms it's taking too long <laughs> no it was it was that one that specific moment i only know the word intense for that that smile was creepy that's the only word you've used thus far though <laughs> say intense like five times in a row intense 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 all right you've used up your thing intensity. god <laughs> <laughs> you've been getting all those ending word sounds <laughs> Intensis suffixes is what you're looking for, but um, Toffee smiling was weird. It was just all weird. I just I want to know his deal. Like, what is it? What's what's your deal, guy? And what else came out? Um, Steven was the opposite of heavy. The opposite. It was plot heavy. It was plot moving forward. Yeah. I would say that I say I would say that also there are more since there are more things that there are more there's more plot to move forward the episode doesn't have to necessarily be intense but it, it's at least it's plot driven and that happens in more frequency as well as like us just getting harder emotional things from stuff I feel like I feel like like these things to get those things you have to you know you have to have these plot driven episodes and then like then it will be episodes like Mm. What was that? I guess even like Sadie's one was kind of like Sadie's song. Yeah, Sadie's song was Sadie's song was one of those types of episodes that later on it will mean something. I feel like (laughs) Um, Sadie's song was really really cute. It was like a filler type deal, but it was also very very emotional in some areas. So I just feel like that's gonna mean something later on. Although it doesn't have to mean anything. I love Sadie personally. I think she's great, sweet and soft. So soft, small person. Uh, Steven does a lot of the thing where it's like, um, you, um, you can, they balance out their, um, their plot, or at least their heavy emotional moments, with, not even balance, like, it'll be a little thing, like the one with Connie's mom, mm-hmm. that one, it was, it was, it wasn't really till the end that they got to, um, you know, it was, it was a lot of build up, like you were, they were gonna talk about Connie and mom's and her mom's issues Mm -hmm. and that was really a heavy and emotional thing but most that episode was like well it was it was actually building up suspense because it was supposed to be a creepy thing but then there was like another what was the one when um from the last bomb the one where the the play and like most of that was just jamie and steven doing a silly play and then at the end uh, the the few parts with pearl got like more intense so, you know move the plot forward but like those sometimes sometimes they'll have completely silly episodes for steven but actually a lot of the times they'll still stick like one thing in yeah i think that's kind of what sadie's song was because that's what um that's what jamie's did that's what the theater episode did because jamie's was 
literally them giving us a little bit of background about Beach City and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it, it makes sense that on top of it makes sense, that's kind of their format, you know, uh-huh. like if an episode seems like it doesn't mean anything to the plot, it still does. Haha, do do jerk face. Yep. We did it to you again, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> but yeah, Paradox very small. Everyone's very excited. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was I wasn't expecting you to say that. So, um, I have a retraction to make. Hmm. Par- Paradise is him. In this episode, specifically. Yeah, and forever afterwards, probably. Because she's only going to get worse. I. And this one, she was very Zim inspired. It, her speech pattern was going there. Um. I don't know whose fault that is, but... <laughs> Rebecca's! <laughs> I say it's Remember Rebecca's. how Rebecca used to write, like, Johnny fanfiction when she no, was... No, she wrote... She, what did she write a Johnny? She wrote one Zim fanfiction. That's a, I think I talked about it. It was fun to read. It's not a good fanfiction, though. <laughs> and she drew herself in Jonan's style. That's definitely a Rebecca thing. Like, fucking maybe she believe just, that everyone maybe else she just on wanted that Zim in also. the show. Maybe she just wanted Zim in the show, and you can't, you just can't do it because Viacom. So she was like, maybe if I just make another small green alien, <laughs> maybe I can make this work. <laughs> she lives in the bathroom. Oh my god. <laughs> she She's in the, I mean, she might stay there. Steven's gonna have to pee outside so much. Uh-uh, yeah. I mean, no, I think they're on good ground. So, um, speaking of, I guess, I guess this is kind of, like, plot heavy. Um, do you think she's gonna get redeemed? I've seen a lot of people being like, well, now she's gotta, right? I mean, she definitely is, but I'm, you know, it's cool. I like, I like Peridot. I think she's funny, but it it just kind of irritates me that everyone was pushing so hard for Peridot specifically to get redeemed. I don't know. It's he doesn't really have very many enemies, but everybody was very quick to hate Jasper, even though Peridot tried to murder them with the ship and stuff. It's just whatever. It was, but I I love her. She's very small, very very angry. Um, she realized slapping hurts. Just a great time, great time all around. Oh, that was her discovering slapping. Yeah, she also discovered mirrors. <laughs> Ooh. That was a that was a smaller deal. She was like, "What the fuck is this? Oh my god, it's me." <laughs> <laughs> It was so funny. The second I saw, after the episode had ended, I was like, I wonder how angry the Invader Sim fandom is going to get this time, since there's going to be more parallels drawn than ever. I mean. Because y'all were so pissy last time. We had a comic just come out. So pissy. We had a comic just come out. So pissy. We wanted a tag full of spoilers. You were acting like you were a country and someone was peeing on your borders. I think I think it, we were upset because we thought that the comic would rejuvenate a lot of, like, or bring a lot of new fan art into it. Mm-hmm. And instead, we got a lot of fan art from Steven. Yeah, but it was, like, for one weekend. It was for, like, two weeks. Oh, my God. Hey, you don't know. You weren't there. I was there. You I weren't was... on the front lines. I, what? <laughs> oh, God. Of oh, this, it's this. Like, it's it's funny because like Steven Universe fandom didn't even know that like the Invaders and fandom has Claire War on them. They're like, ah. which is really funny. Steven Universe is like, oh, we're all having a good time. Do 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 do. And Invaders was like, I've never been more angry. I just, oh, <laughs> nah. I ever blogged a few of those. Um. Those fan arts, they were cute. But yeah, Paradox, at least in this episode, wasn't. 
I don't know if it's gonna happen in later episodes. Oh I don't God. know. It is. I have a. She's gonna be afraid of rain next episode. Goodness. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um. Let's see. Uh. What else? What is our subject? What Puppies. Is... Tomato soup. The movement of the Germans out of Afghanistan. I don't think I We're talking about fantasy fiction. <laughs> fantasy like like the horse kind? The kind that involves horses named Apple, apparently. <laughs> that was a weird inside joke. To yeah. Tell. <laughs> <laughs> it happened like three seconds ago. Uh, <laughs> there was pornography in the in the Apple tag. Don't explain it. It was weird. It was a tag about apples. Anyway, um Yeah, and I just I don't remember cartoons being like this. Maybe they... No, they definitely have it. I don't know what's up with this new this new generation of, like, cartoon makers. And I don't even know if you can really call it a new generation of cartoon makers since they literally all work together on Flapjack. <laughs> and maybe that's why Flapjack was the way it was. It was a little too heavy. And it was like... I guess it was because that was... They're like, whoa, we gotta spread you guys out. Yeah, okay. they're all converging. Jimmy cannot play with Sarah. And y'all gotta go to different places. <laughs> And that, for a long time, like, um, remember when I'm like, ah, God, everyone who makes cartoons is friends with each other. Of course, they're all friends with each other. They used to work, they all used to work together. Like, all of them used to work together, pretty much. Um, God, they all used to work together. How is anyone going to break into this industry this way? But, um. They all have to die. Yeah. Gotta kill them all. Hmm. They're all in, like, their 20s. They're not going to die of, like, old age. That has to be murder. Maybe they'll die of hipsterdom. That's a generation that caught hits, which I'm the worst, right? Those? Yeah, Alex Hirsch only wears flannel. <laughs> what? What do you mean, what? <laughs> That's a ridiculous man. Please tell me you've seen him in something else. I haven't, you're right. I just clicked. Yeah. I bet you he doesn't even always wear flannel. I bet you he only take he only wears flannel in pictures. Anytime someone whips out a phone, he just pulls it out of his purse. You know? He has a purse. Yes. Because he lives in California, it's much more progressive over there. A purse is just economic, okay? Nah. What's he gonna do? Keep flannel in his pocket? <laughs> nah, men still call those, like, those things satchels or something. I don't remember. His purse. His... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That word is just so ridiculous. I it forgot is. it existed. I love when men just add the word man to something. <laughs> or bro to something. Stop. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Quit it. But, like, yeah. So, like, I guess we can, like trace it back to like really old cartoons did like johnny quest ever have a plot i didn't even watch that shit. i did not watch johnny quest i hated it you know what might have been old but had a plot i think transformers had a plot like always a loose one mm. i don't i think i think they did some space stuff sometimes you know what uh speaking of transformers megas xlr was also really fun <laughs> Big robots. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Megas XLR actually had sort of like an underlying heavy deal going on, but the two main characters were so ridiculous that they didn't care about it. Megas XLR was actually what? like a satire. What of year like, did this come out? Megas XLR? Yeah. I don't know. What is this? It's it's okay. But it's it was a cartoon about um, these two uh, hicks, I guess, or just one of them was a hick i don't know like there there was a giant robot that got uh broken and then it was in a junkyard or something so this guy mods his car to be the head of the robot i think i vaguely remember this and he essentially i never watched it it was it was actually pretty funny and he you know lays claim to the robot and then some space elf 
chick comes to Earth and she's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> this is all kinds of inappropriate. And he's like, it's mine now. My car's on it. This sounds a lot like the one that, that had the booty dance that didn't make it. There may have been a booty dance in Mega Sex Alarm. That's, that's not the same you one. Dig giant robots. I dig giant. Someone put the song on top of a Pacific Rim video at one point. Oh, that's that's a clever idea. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. It was. It was great. The point is, it, the show was uh, the show was essentially like making fun of cartoons that get too heavy because, like the. Uh, the elf chick was always like, this This robot has an amazingly great purpose and it needs to save the universe and stuff like that. And they were like, let's go get chili dogs. Mm-hmm. Or let's, it was always chili dogs and like tacos and stuff, uh, bacon wrapped donuts. That was. <laughs> I'm sorry, I made, a, I made a really grossed out face. <laughs> I just thought about those two foods together and it freaked me out. And they would like, you know, just get into general shenanigans and not take anything seriously. And I think that's. That maybe I feel like the people who made that show were like actually sick of people maybe taking things too seriously, or maybe it was like a satire in anime specifically because that's kind of the art style it had. It was it was kind of weird. it was probably more of a satire in anime. I don't really know. I mean, like you said, I don't really know the year that it came around. I don't know. I don't feel like at least none of the group of cartoonists now. None of them seem to have a problem with making things both funny and serious. Yeah, none of them seem to have a problem. And honestly, I don't have a problem with it. Like. We can, we can, they're actually, Cartoon Network now added, like, they, they have a lot of, um, cartoons right now that are just silly. Teen Titans Go, absolutely no plot. Silly. Children like it. It's good. Um, I would say Regular Show literally never has a plot. Regular Show has heavy moments in it all the time. It doesn't have, like, it doesn't have, like, a, Regular Show's plot is, like, life, you know? And just, like, how life is day to day. Like, that's, that's the whole deal with Regular Show. It's just been a while, but I think, I think I remember that. Um, but most of Regular Show's heavy stuff is, like, relationship related. I would say Gumball doesn't have particularly a lot of heavy moments, or at least it, it, it's, it's sillier moments. I would consider that a completely comedic show. Oh, yeah. Gumball is pretty much 100% comedic. I think... Uh, even when it's like teaching you very good lessons or even when things do get heavy things are still never heavy i would still say that like it's different between like what we're talking about is different than like showing lessons because all car a lot of cartoons are based in teaching children lessons i actually have to i'm actually curious if all cartoons are sp- supposed to teach you lessons and like if they are i think teen titans goes maybe like the first cartoon i've seen in a long time that has no lessons whatsoever i mean a lot, a lot of, at some point, a lot of cartoons, I think, that might have been another thing that a lot of cartoons got into, um, where they made fun of how cartoons always had to teach someone lessons. Mm-hmm. I think I remember that, like, I feel like Billy and Mandy made fun of that a lot. I feel like, uh, Fosters made fun of that a lot, where it was just, like, someone did something bad at the end of the episode and no one learned anything. Fairly Odd Parents did that a few times but, but they, what, like they made the joke but they, they constantly taught like, lessons you probably you might actually have to do that at nickelodeon specifically yeah um but what's funny about fosters is the Does sanjay and craig teach you lessons the grossest <laughs> lessons in the world sanjay and craig's lesson at the end of the day was always you have to trust your friends okay. basically that's that's sanjay and craig's lesson or you have to love your parents but um fosters would fosters would make jokes about that fosters was really cute because it was very like 
it was it was really cute and silly, but it was also vaguely self aware at the same time. It was it was pretty great, mm-hmm. and um, but it, it did have it also had lessons at the end of its episodes, but they were mostly don't be a jerk like Blue is a jerk because <laughs> Blue is a jerk. I actually feel like they cared less as the show went on, like the lessons got just more like you know what's really funny, Blue being a jerk. Yeah, <laughs> just have Blue be a jerk. Blue wasn't like a jerk at all in the first movie. That was such a he weird wasn't. character change. He was. He was he was like cocky but he wasn't an asshole in the first in the movie in like the which was essentially the pilot episode and uh-huh. then every episode after that he was an so blue was an asshole longer than he wasn't an asshole yeah. like i swear even season like as soon as season one started he became like a jerk and then he just became much he like i don't know season four he I don't just know got much more went. he just got like ridiculously selfish just so so selfish I remember when I was watching, um, when I was still watching Spongebob, I actually stopped liking Mr. Krabs because he just got more and more selfish. Oh. Like, it was, at first it was funny, and, like, they were like, ah, Mr. Krabs is really cheap, and then, like, eventually it just became off-putting and distressing to me, like, to see that much selfishness concentrated into one character. It bothered the hell out of me, and I couldn't, I, could, I had to stop with Mr. I, he became my least favorite character for a while because yeah. of that. Now everyone's my least favorite character. The show is terrible. <laughs> now I just dislike SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> um, like what else? Mm, I, yeah, I'm just. And then they have um. This is another one. They have um. They just literally Cartoon Network just came out with Rabbit, and that's literally just episodic comedy that has nothing to do with it. I don't think they're gonna teach us lessons. I don't know if they're gonna even pull up any more characters other than Yosemite Sam at this point. No, they make they're making up characters at this point. It's weird. Like it's you weird. said, they have a whole gaggle of characters. They have a whole gaggle of fucking pre-designed, laid-out characters. Well-tested characters. Characters that test well with audiences. And then I literally I I skimmed. We didn't really want to talk about it. Um. Just because that's not, it's, like I said, it doesn't, it doesn't really go with the theme of this one, besides not, being the opposite of the theme. Not to say that we've been really keeping with the theme all that well. Yeah, I, I think we were doing all right. I think we're doing okay. Um, we, uh, they, they literally made up a squirrel that has never existed. They changed Yosemite to Sam's design. I got used to it after, like, five minutes, though, so that's nice. Uh, it's still weird to me. And yeah. It, it, like you, you said at one point that it looks really generic, and I still have to agree with that. I just, mm-hmm. like why change his design? I don't understand why go through the trouble of changing him if he already has fucking, like, just an audience-tested design that's been working for, like, 70 years. Not to get too far away from Rabbit, because I still want to talk about it. Did you see the... Not Rabbit. 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 I I don't want to have to... You have to. That's the name of the show. Wabbit. (laughs) Wabbit. I just want to make sure I'm saying it right on the mic. Uh, I can say it wrong as much as I want off mic. (laughs) <laughs> they uh they did you see the new scooby-doo designs everyone's been making fun of them yeah they look a little bit like seth MacFarlane characters that's that was the most correct thing i literally think peter griffin's voice is gonna come out of every single one of their mouths <laughs> i literally i think that when i look at all their faces so hard someone made a chart of how it's changed over the wall and then like the last one which i assume got canceled because you know it's not like on anymore yeah. i don't think which is a shame because that that one that one scene with freddie talking about circus stuff is really funny yeah i don't know what else went on in that show but it was that part was really funny um yeah it looks like it's gonna be like kind of like wabbit it's gonna just be kind of episodic not really maybe teach a lesson but it's not very plot underlying plot driven but scooby-doo's never been that yeah it's fine the scooby-doo's dynamic yeah, recently what's new scooby-doo was probably the only one that ever was like really trying to get into these characters and who they were because Scooby-Doo for like 20 years in its beginning was just like 
Look at these kids meddling. Oh, it's an old guy in a mask. Ah, well, Lord. But you never find out anything about these characters, and they have the same thing to do every single episode. Just the setting. Like, the run cycle don't even change. Just the <laughs> setting and vaguely difference in dialogue. It was cute. It was just like, um... I can't think of an example, but it was basically like you, you, you know, you, it was like a Dora the Explorer episode almost. Mm. Like the only thing that really changed is like the, the clues, issue. The, the clues you were given mm. basically. So that's what made What's New Scooby-Doo a little bit more interesting because we actually found out a little bit about these characters and learned some stuff about them. Mm. And like now instead of just having like their physical appearances, we actually have ideas of what they're supposed to be like and who they're supposed to be. Not to, um, not to bring back up what we brought up last week about the live action movies but also <laughs> i mean they kind of went into the characters a little bit in those they tried to develop them a little more in the live actions every time i think about the live action movies all i can think about is uh in looney tunes back in action when scooby and shaggy are talking to the guy who played shaggy and they're threatening his life <laughs> <laughs> dude that was Oh, those movies are so... Oh, man, I really do want another Looney Tunes movie. Like, 3D, Roger yeah. Rabbit kind of deal. Yeah, I love those things. Like, I, fucking Space Jam was great. Back in Action. No one liked Back in Action, but I liked Back in Action. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Back in Action so much, I think I actually had a little, uh, like, a DS game for it or something. Oh, uh, I think I have a GameCube game for the first one that is actually decently hard to beat. I'm stuck in Paris. <laughs> I've been stuck in Paris since I was like 12. I've been stuck in Paris for 10 years. <laughs> I could I was like maybe with age I've grown and I can figure out this game. Honestly, it might just be kind of boring, but like I'm pretty sure I'm still stuck in Paris. I don't know how many levels that game got. That monkey is hard to catch. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like that with Rayman as a kid. I had Rayman for N64 and I was I love that game more than anything, but I literally never got past level 1. <laughs> I know I have no idea how many levels Rayman for N64 has. Same uh I could never I was really I was five. So I'm already bad at video games. I suck at them now. Aladdin and Lion King. It was like a little platformer game. It was it. They were mo almost the same exact thing. Just one you were jumping on trees, and the other one you were jumping on like you were doing the the um the runaway scene from all the guards in Aladdin. And both of those, I could not. I can't platform to save my life. So I had, a, I had a Tarzan game that was kind of like that. It was mostly web swinging. Ooh. I mean, web swinging. That's, I mean, basically, <laughs> it was mostly vine swinging. And I don't know if it had anything other than that because I never Did got past vine swinging. You play the GameCube one? That was PlayStation one is 4. so much. Is it was PlayStation that 3D? Two? Huh? Was it 3D or yeah, 2D? Two. That yeah. one was so much fun. And probably it's the same one. My, me and my cousin beat that one. It was super duper fun. It was fun. just like Tarzan the game. And I would always play it when I went to my cousin's house. And I don't think I ever beat it. I don't I don't know. I'm bad at video games, man. You know what's actually weird? Animated movies kind of actually go kind of cartoons like that. Where they'll have a lesson... But there's never, like, there's, uh, like, even Disney movies where we usually try to, like, give it to them for, like, I don't know, like, their their death and stuff. I think the last thing, I think the last movie that made me have, like, a Steven Universe moment might have been Up and, like, Toy Story. One that was just ridiculously sad? Yeah, like, something that was, like, really just hardcore emotion. Like, Toy Story 3, honestly, all the Toy Stories probably. Those are all really, got really hard sometimes. And then, like, you know, just the beginning of Up. And um, Wally. Wally was intense. Wally was <laughs> pretty intense. And, um, uh, Inside Out did that, but, like, did. for, like, a second. It for, was, it was, like, yeah, it was a few little bits. Like, they, a lot of people actually credit Pixar for, for being able to do that. But I'm trying to think of, 
besides those besides what, Pixar movies what other like, movies are super duper sad like uh, Brave is Pixar yeah and they didn't really Brave didn't really do that the saddest moment Brave had was when she was positive her mom was gonna be a bear forever mm-hmm. and then she cried and that I didn't cry for her. <laughs> I, was, I, I don't You're know. I'm very unimpressed with Brave in general, though. They went to like three places. I w- yeah, in, but like in Inside Out, um, when she is when happy is, when joy is at the bottom of the chasm of dead memories uh-huh. and death, and she's like, and she's like crying on top of memories, and then when Bing Bong disappears, that's pretty sad, and. At the very end, when uh, Riley is her name, maybe yes. when the child gets back to her parents and then just starts bawling about how sad she is and everybody wants her to be happy, that one's kind of sad too. And I feel real bad for her in that moment because that's how kids feel a lot. Mm-hmm. Like you have to, because you're a child, and so you're you're supposed to be like upbeat all the time. I feel like we're talking about a lot about sadness, which I feel like they're... Maybe it's just an This is not a synonym for intensity. (laughs) I'm just saying, I feel like cartoons have, like... I mean, I guess it's not always happy. I guess there's not always a sad... Like, there's surprising things. Like, I feel like Steven has surprised me a lot Mm -hmm. in the same way that it has made me sad. Or, like, things have gotten, like... Like... The the situation is just, like, becomes heavy. Whether it's something sad or, like... Like, with Star, I don't know if that was particular... Like, her... With the, that one, it, like, got intense because she got angry mm-hmm. at first. And then it got... Then it got um that way when she, like, started crying. You mm-hmm. know, and, you know, the unicorn whispered in her ear. They were... That was funny because, like... I was, it was, like, that was, like, silly. Like, her cheeks were really fat in that scene. Yeah. And then also it was a whispering unicorn. <laughs> so I think they were, but like. What was funny about the whispering unicorn is that I understood, even though to me, I'm, like, that's a whispering unicorn ghost in that girl's ear. It was still, like, I could still see how much it meant to her, this yeah. whispering unicorn ghost. Yeah. No, I get, like, it was, I think they actually, at that point, they were like, okay, we have to do this and this, because we got really, we got really hard this time, guys. We gotta pull it back, and they did. They pulled it back immediately, and then they had a, ho- uh, a not, it was a, it was a horse that screwed a unicorn horn onto its head, and then spoke in Spanish, and then went inside of the thing, and then, I like that it, I like that it kind of cut him off, the clip, <laughs> and I was, and they were like, okay, we gotta make this really funny guys we gotta we gotta Ooh, we just we gotta pull it okay back. so we that guy's arm got blown off we gotta counteract that somehow yeah. <laughs> it's really funny that everyone's like you can't do that on disney but you forget you can apparently do anything on <laughs> disney <laughs> i think as long as you like end it out and have that disney d yeah that looks like a g yeah at the end of your thing you're pretty good yeah mm-hmm. like there was the whole there was that thing in gravity falls where got, so stan can die by the way i just oh. want to bring i was just thinking i, was just I don't thinking, think he can i mean okay. like i just i'm saying that they probably won't kill stan because he is stan but i'm saying that he has the ability to die he is not immortal they will if they have mm-hmm. to kill him they will because they can they have they the really don't to. have to though they don't have to i'm just saying that they can i'm just because remember with the blood coming out of the animal mouths i don't believe that the show goes any farther with their people than throwing them into an infinite portal so like he might get banished to a dimension, and that I think that's as hard as they go. I don't think they kill any of their main characters. Another thirty years. <laughs> Another thirty years of heart. I'm not saying I'm not saying Ford's going going down, but yeah. They uh I don't know I feel like this. Sh- uh I just 
I've gotten used to Ford. I just want him to be a part of stuff more often. He's not a part of stuff very often. Like, they did the they did the board game thing, and that was, like, all of them. And mm-hmm. now they keep doing, like, a thing where they break off. And I wish they'd do more, like, together stuff. Because yeah. it's, it's getting harder for me to get used to Ford, because it's, like, everyone's doing a thing, and then Ford's over there being weird. For this week's episode, um, I, I, I told you at the beginning, I was like, Ford's just hiding in the trunk of the van the whole trip. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, that's where Ford is. Yeah. Like, what else is he doing? I love Grinda going, I love RVs. I'm sitting at a table in a car. <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, the, this one's another one where actually Gravity Falls took a break. For, yeah, it was very, it was actually very softcore, but like, softcore. Soft <laughs> but you know what wasn't softcore? That spider beast. <laughs> Upsetting. Truly. Yeah, it was, I mean, I saw, it got spoiled for me, so you, you had a, a vibration shock just like go through your body is weird she pulled her skin off and then just hello this is my true form yeah terrible Gra- gravity falls even their regular episodes you're like you want some spooky intensity here you go rip that's your skin that's your skin coming right off <laughs> right off your bod um i love i i pl- actually pointed this out that they've made a really clever thing with making spiders um a bad guy in cartoons spiders have this flaw where they have to tie you up and then eat you later mm-hmm. yeah they have to turn you into liquid because i don't think they have teeth it's a thing about spiders they don't they only have like little pincers for grabbing they don't actually have like molars they can't just chew a guy they have to they so, have to drink you so yeah spiders have to like you know they tie you up and then that always gives the the person the opportunity to like come and save you and I was like, smart move on cartoons, because that way, like, no one gets visibly, like, spider-eaten after, you know, like, they liquefy your insides, or your whole self. I don't... Yeah, whatever. it's weird that there's always bones at the end of that, mm-hmm. because, like, otherwise, why did she tie you up? She could have just eaten you on the way home. Yeah, I think it's because they always, like, a lot of times they draw the pincers like teeth, and you're just assuming that, like, chop right the head, just the head off. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know, I guess they might chop it up a little more for that. I don't know. I don't know how spiders <laughs> do. But, yeah, like, good on good on animators for making that spider bad guy. They always got a way to get out because, you know, you're just going to get rescued from the web. Mm-hmm. They did a really good job of not having that necessarily in Adventure Time. Uh, no, the spider still had to leave for some reason. Mm-hmm. It's weird because the spider always leaves. Mm-hmm. And in reality, the spider, like, well, I guess sometimes spiders will have, like, you Spiders know, are not in their webs a lot, actually. They, yeah, they're out in the world. Hello, like, spider. But they'll have, like, a, but you get caught in the web and they come back to you later. And I think they roll you up for, like, if they've already eaten, maybe, for, like, later consumption. Mm-hmm. I don't know how spiders work. I know zero things about spiders. Which is weird because I feel like second grade textbooks just told me everything yeah, about Yeah, I spiders. remember there being a solid two or three years where I learned but about nothing except spiders and bats why was primary school so creepy snakes also i was like can we learn about an echidna god i don't like spiders i used to do a thing where i like i didn't like spiders enough to where i couldn't look at the page so i'd flip the page in the textbook and there'd be five textbook pages of spiders and my teacher would be like why aren't you on the right page and i'm like i don't like looking at spiders they're creepy why <laughs> do we have such a blown up photo of their faces they're, they're gross that's true we learned a lot about spiders bats snakes ants and bees the wolf spider like it lives in a hole and like jumps out at you. I'm always afraid that they're gonna like grab my ankles. And Often I'm like, that's impossible. Often called the trapdoor spider. Yeah. yeah, and that's the only thing I remember. In reality, if you ever came across a trapdoor spider, you'd probably just step on its hole and murder it. <laughs> 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 no, I'd be scared of shit. Those things are big. Those things are about the size of tarantulas, I think. Tarantulas are cool. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. They're they're very fuck, fuck that. They're really <laughs> docile for spiders. They're just like big. They're like the bears of the spider world. Just fat and slow and. 
you know, scarier in theory. <laughs> but bears are scarier in, in, like, in practice. Bears are scary. Bears are cute, but they're so scary. They can run pretty fast despite their stumpy legs. They're pretty big. They have that thing with their mouth, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, for some reason, the mouth isn't really attached to the skull for some reason. Mm-hmm. I've only seen that with bears. Bears just have really big front bottom lips. It's strange. But they're cute, especially when they're small. And they I've never heard anything else make that little that little squeal noise. I didn't know the Wee Bear Bears came out this week, but they're also not intense. There wasn't but a like, Wee Bear Bears of, this week. Actually, they kind of are. Just, I feel like animators are really starting to get to this place where they're like, there's no reason for a cartoon to be, there's no reason that a cartoon can't both be serious and silly. Mm-hmm. Because there was like a very long time in cartoons where it was like, you had the silly cartoons, like you had Flintstones and shit like that. And you had serious cartoons where you had like Johnny Tests and, and fucking... You mean Johnny Quest. Yes! Johnny Quest wasn't serious. It Johnny was just adventure. Johnny Test was actually terrible. <laughs> but, um... Johnny Quest, I think, was actually just kind of like a episodic adventure thing. But, Ooh. like, in comparison to the Flintstones, you know, you had... They looked... They were humanoid. They were much more human. And they'd have problems, like big problems. They'd have... They'd, like, get eaten by... They'd almost get eaten by giant spiders. Mm-hmm. Or they'd get stuck in quicksand. I feel like... That was supposed to be intense for us, but, like, like you said, we've just experienced giant spiders and giant snakes and, like, quicksand so many times through cartoons. Those things actually don't feel like a threat for us anymore, Mm -hmm. that they have to just make us cry now for Mm -hmm. us to feel anything. Basically, (laughs) is essentially what it is. And so, they're just kind of coming into a convergence, because, you know, you you always had, like, the, the Thundercats kind of cartoons, which are... For Thundercats, very even though they're very dramatic, they are very serious. Like they they uh they don't really they have like laugh moments at the end, but there's not much comedy within the actual show. And then you have like uh, Quick Draw McGraw, who mm-hmm. is a horse and also a sheriff. Like that's ridiculous, right? Do you? Um, do Although I don't think those things aired at the same time. Do you know, like how old Thundercats was at all? Because I just have the 2010 one. How like how old it is as far as numbers or like what it was like? What it was like. I used to watch it. A is, it bit. Like, is it like the 2010 one? Um, the 2000, it, it was a lot less self-aware. It was, it was, you know, it was cute. It okay. was like whatever. The new one had a lot of potential because it's, it was really beautiful in mm-hmm. the first episode. And then it was, I just found myself being like, Lino, goddamn, <laughs> every episode, really? Tigra has, I, that, that show pissed me off so much because Tigra would have the correct answer in the <laughs> beginning of the episode. And he was the older brother. But he was just kind of mean. But he, he wasn't a lion. So he didn't have. Also the, that. Also he, he wasn't a lion. Yeah. So he didn't have the birthright of the throne or something. Well, so, I meant, I meant like when they were out adventuring, he was just like. Lino was just like, first of all, you're flirting on Cheetah. I don't, I don't fucking remember. Cheetara? Cheetara. I don't remember. Probably Cheetah. <laughs> <laughs> and she, like, she was upset when they would flirt. And he got over that, I think, by the end. Mm-hmm. That show got canceled. I don't know if it should have got canceled. I, I kept on to it, even though Lion, yeah, Tiger literally answer every day. Lino was just like, I don't, nah, I'm going to do my own. Thing. Oh, that was the wrong thing? You mean we should have did the thing that my older, more established brother who was better at fighting than me said to do? Like, that just, it bugged the shit out of me because, like, it just irritated me the fact that Lino was the one who was supposed to be king despite the fact that Tigra had all the correct answers and was a better fighter and was older and was a better leader. Like, <laughs> it just bugged the crap out of me. <laughs> and, and Panther, like, he wasn't, he was, like, a part of the team, but sometimes he was gone. I don't know. It was weird. And then you had those two kids who were very cutely drawn, but were 
essentially useless. No, they did stuff. Useless. I remember this one time there was like a thief guy and they like understudy thiefed with him or like a thief were in the thief battle. I don't remember. It was a very cute plot. I don't know if that little animal thing was as essential as it as it like I think they were just like snarf 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 yeah they were they're like I think they were like well I mean we can't do the undercats without snarf I mean I guess snarf's here yeah <laughs> snarf <laughs> I don't remember if it made that noise I don't remember the noise it made <laughs> it was it was 2010 snarf. so long ago <laughs> it was it was snarf. snarf 2010 was five years ago half a decade it was a while actually I like that I remember the exact year that that came out. I remember exactly when that. You've been doing that a lot lately, knowing the exact year when things come out. Like that is a cool power, but also useless. I have a really yeah. It's only like it's only like for music and cartoons. Those are my two. Like I can I can fill the future. Okay, so the whole show was like we're in the year two thousand four. Oh, all right. Yeah, I didn't watch (laughs) Fill the Future because I remember seeing the pilot and being like, "Well, this is some bullshit." We're stuck in the year two thousand four, guys. It's two (laughs) thousand four, guys. Wait, guys, you can't have those hover boots. You know what year it is? It's two thousand four. Those aren't invented to the year three thousand eight billion. You know where we're from? No, I I think they're like from three thousand. I think something is that when is that when Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law came out? Because I remember at some point, um. I just, <laughs> I remember at some point the Jetsons came to get some, uh, it was so funny. The Jetsons came to get a lawyer and okay. Harvey Birdman is their, they want him to be their lawyer, but the floors don't move because it's regular people floors. Okay. So they're freaking, they have to like figure out how to walk because you know, their floors move and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny because, uh. Was that the, actually the, as the Jetsons, like as they remade them in modern times, they also became more self-aware, honestly, as characters. Stuff like that, honestly, where they have to. Well, they only, they only appeared, like that's the last time I ever saw the Jetsons in anything. Yeah. It was in Harvey Birdman. And they were like, and they were like, oh, past man. It, like, I think the daughter died on the way trying to get to the desk. I don't remember. <laughs> God. Anyway, um, he was like, oh, man of the past, we are from the year 2001 or the year 2000 or something <laughs> like that. And from the future. And then Harvey looks down at his desk and it's like 2004. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right, I guess. But <laughs> what are we talking about? You did about? this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even know what Harvey Birdman is. It was just, it was, uh, it was like a, basically Harvey Birdman was like a parody cartoon, sort of like Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. My Uh, mom loved that show, by the way. I hated Space Ghost as a kid, but I think that's because I had zero patience, and Space Ghost was one of those shows that was, you know, for adults, and it had too many pauses in it. Remember when, like two years ago or so when they tried to bring back those two aliens as like the spokespersons for Cartoon Network. Yeah. Why did they try to do that? It I, was it was Bracken. I can't remember what the other the green one's name I, is. The I, Praying Mantis one. I swear that those how aren't how those two's characters were originally. I think they made like they notched up the annoying level even more. See what happened of, I think it's because of all the pauses that were in Space Ghost. I was like, they can't possibly talk that most. I remember Space Ghost being a very quiet show. It was very quiet <laughs> and there were like actual guests on it and stuff and the guests were like, Why am I doing this kind of deal? <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. But basically, Harvey Birdman was like a Space Ghost kind of show in that Harvey Birdman was an actual character at some point. Mm-hmm. And instead, they sort of repurposed him to be a lawyer in this show. And then all of his and everybody in the show was like a character from Boomerang, essentially. And that's and that's what Space Ghost was. I mean, that's what uh, Harvey Birdman was. And that's kind of what Space Ghost did. Space Ghost Coast to Coast when it was just um, 
him and he's an actual character mm-hmm. i thought i thought he was actually made up for the sake of this show but he was actually an actual old uh superhero character too that they just repurposed for this and they just did that with him first you know what's weird they premiered wabbit on boomerang and i don't know who's gonna watch it let's put it directly in the graveyard i'm just i'm just saying like they re it doesn't okay so first of all it's not a style that's appealing to adults because i've like you know from hearing my mother they they like clean styles and like it's got like Bugs has a little bit of a pot belly in this one, and he's like drawn kind of shaggy looking. I don't know. Like the style's weird, and then they completely restyled Yosemite, so it's not for adults. And as far as I know, ten year olds don't watch Boomerang. Boomerang's weird because it used to be that they, that's where they would sort of funnel. It's funny. I was making fun of Nickelodeon for putting all its old cards, old all its old shows on a um new channel, mm-hmm. and I was like, don't do that. That doesn't work. And like Boomerang's been going since I was a child. But Boomerang, Boomerang, I don't know. Like, they don't, they didn't even need commercials on Boomerang for a, for a long while. time. Now they, they have do. commercials. It's weird. It's actually really you know strange. No, it's weird. Disney Channel started doing commercials that weren't theirs, and that was weird. Did they like, Times re- is hard. Did I feel, I feel like it's not even, I feel, the, I feel like someone was like, hey, hey, Mark, you know we could make 11 billion more dollars if we just started doing other people's advertisements? I didn't. <laughs> I did. I was so and, swimming in Disney money. Yeah, I, I was, forgot. I'm so busy in my money jacuzzi. I, I didn't. That didn't even occur to me. You mean I could have a money pool? Yeah, <laughs> a money pool. Money pool next to your first money pool. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's Boomerang's weird because that's where they used to put all their old cartoons, and then they started putting cartoons from like the 90s, early 2000s because they just didn't air anymore. Mm-hmm. Like they started putting. I remember they put Chowder on Boomerang, and I was so hurt because Chowder oh. had like just been canceled, and oh. I was like too soon guys yeah that's pretty intense and now they put everything there like sometimes you can watch gumball on boomerang yeah and gumball is playing now honestly they stopped like it was really annoying at one time they literally just kept doing the commercial for adventure time literally every commercial break because they didn't have a lot of commercials on boomerang at that time Mm -hmm. just adventure time commercial all the time and i was like i'm just trying to watch whatever was fucking on maybe i wanted to see a powerpuff girl i don't fucking remember i think this was when i was trying to rewatch all of dexter because i forgot what happened in a lot of dexter and i was like adventure time commercial again <laughs> god what i really enjoy about boomerang or what i used to enjoy about boomerang is that instead of playing commercials they would play like those weird little music breaks and stuff it would be like um it would like the gorilla for sale song or like uh dexter and his lap back to the lab again song you know what that weird one ooh the Powerpuff Girl one, which the one with the Girl? giant monster city with the band? Oh yeah, that, that one was the great. Best. And then they would play the um Ed and Eddie one, ooh, where that they was also yeah, good. where they get shrunk down. I was thinking of that one that I don't get. Like literally, this is how old this one is. John Stewart talked about it. The one that's like la 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 um, la la la. That's called the Banana Splits or something. Yeah, so. I'm like, what is this? Yo Gabba Gabba. That's like their Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> Yo Gabba Gabba, I think is actually like this Yo Gabba Gabba is actually a reboot, reboot of like an older show, which I think was also named Yo Gabba Gabba. I mean, not good gonna name. Google it. Good marketing. Yo Gabba Gabba is <laughs> a really cute name, but I think it's actually a reboot. I'm not positive though. <laughs> the thing looks like I hate that because first of all, that thing looks like if that looks like um. A lot of things that people do, like, when they try to make something look like it's on acid, Mm -hmm. that annoying thing that I don't like, Mm -hmm. that's what that thing looks like, but without even trying. Mm -hmm. And then they just have the la-la-la. If they put, like, some some other song over that, that'd be exactly what that was. Just, like, them trying to make it look like those things are high. What's really (laughs) funny about that is the fact that a lot of TV shows, like, from when Jon Stewart was a kid and just stuff like that, were were what they were. You know, (laughs) they weren't particularly self-aware. They were just like, 
yeah, you know, I am. A, this is a television show about people in animal costumes, mm-hmm. and they tell jokes or do whatever. They ride down slides, and it's fun. It's a I good time. I think that specifically is like a toddler show. I assume so. Like, why would that appeal to adults? Anyway, continue. And like, they're just having a good time. And now we live in a time where someone would take that exact same footage and just put like Black Sabbath on top of it and that and, we're, and that's supposed to be like a joke or something. It's really weird because uh, adults and older people are always talking about how this generation is really dumb and it's like this generation's not dumb. This generation is too smart and is incredibly cynical. We're really and like, fucking self-aware. And we just can't <laughs> like anything anymore. Like we just don't enjoy like it's uncool to just enjoy things now and like the new Muppet show for instance. Like I love the Muppets. I love them so much with zero irony, and I love that they have a new show, but I also love when the Muppets are just for kids, you know? And they just tell, like, family-friendly jokes. And now they're gonna tell, like, jokes about frog dicks and stuff, and that's fine. And I wonder if they're gonna tell a that's none of my business joke with Kermit. Like, they just really need to take advantage of that. Like, it's gonna be such a cop-out, but they need to do it. Oh my god, they need to! (laughs) It's gonna be such a cop-out, but they need to do it anyway. Just Kermit... Passive aggressively sipping tea somewhere. Anyway, it's not my business. I guess they that's gotta. not my business. They gotta. <laughs> Maybe someone else owns that. Maybe we. No can... one owns. That. <laughs> Lipton no, owns Lipton tea. might. Lipton might own it. Lipton they don't let own me... the phrase. That's none of my business, though. I mean, Taylor Swift tried to get the phrase "sick bee." The sick bee. I think I think Limpton, Taylor Swift, same amount of money. The whole company versus Taylor Swift, same amount of money. <laughs> Taylor Swift has a ridiculous amount of money. Apparently, Taylor Swift has like more money than Beyonce, or ha- is like worth more money than Beyonce. Goodness. And I think that's like the f- that's like a really good example of like no justice in this world because one is Beyonce and the other one is like I don't know a tractor. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, Taylor Swift's a tractor, right? <laughs> I mean. Yeah, so it's just, it's just, we're so self-aware now, and, like, that's why we can't make things like Thundercats anymore, something that's just, like, genuinely about truth and justice and stuff. It has to be weird, and there has to be, like, a revolt of lizard men in it and stuff like that. We, we, I don't know. Which is nice. Yeah. I like the revolt of lizard men. Yeah. It was well-deserved. The lion, the the cats were dicks to everybody. (laughs) The cats were dicks assholes. It was really funny because I think they had only had like one episode where they like were like, what about the other side? And then they went back to being like, no, lions. Lion mm-hmm. supremacy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> lion supremacy. Something else has done that. Um, Cora. That's why I didn't I I am so against people being like things, it'll get better. Like, I, I hate that. If I give you, if I give you one season and the first season shitty that's upsetting. If I give you two seasons... Have we talked about Cora? We haven't. One day we'll just have to have a whole day. I swear day. we must have talked about Cora. We'll talk about the first two seasons, and you can talk about the last two, because I did not watch them. <laughs> it's been a while. Cora pissed me it. the fuck off, man. Because, like, the first season, that could have gone so, so, so cool. Like, them actually talking about the fact that Amon had a really good point about the fact that fucking... Um, what? Oh, the, about the fact that, um goddamn motherfucking benders literally have supremacy in this world like all benders have supremacy over all non-benders which was a good like hard interesting plot you could have done four seasons on that alone and they chose not to instead they chose to wrap it up in the first season and be like oh well we didn't know we were gonna get a second season so you're gonna leave me with shit you're just gonna (laughs) leave me with a pile of shit at least it ended with women kissing i guess I mean, not... They didn't it, kiss. Not in our faces, but we knew. They kissed with their hands. Like, yeah. 
I'm gonna kiss my hand. No. Kiss my hand. God. Let's kiss my hand. Lord God. Ah! You slapped my hand. I, I think they heard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully it picked up. <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't know if the last two seasons of Korra were good or not, and I don't care. I shouldn't have to watch something for two seasons and those two seasons be shitty and then the next two seasons be good. I feel like everyone who stuck around, not me, me included, I just have a thing with finishing things. I really mm-hmm. need to do it. Otherwise, I'll just be like, oh, God, I didn't finish that. That's how I, have you ever heard of Charlie Bone? No. Charlie Bone was a book that I think either came out before Harry Potter or a little bit after it. And it was trying to like ride the waves of like the Harry Potter. I'm good on them. <laughs> <laughs> but like it was trash, you yeah. see. Charlie Bone was trash for at least two books. And Baka was like, Charlie Bone was really good. And I was like, baby, Charlie Bone was garbage. <laughs> and he, because it was written badly. It was just written. I remember being in like the fourth grade, reading it and being like, this is written badly. <laughs> but they, all the kids had really cool powers, right? <laughs> and Baka was like, the kids had, he was more impressed by the fact that the kids had cool powers and like interesting backstories than the fact that it was written like garbage. <laughs> and I was like, Baka, I gave that, I gave that series two books. I gave it a try twice. And it, it's, it's like, I didn't give it, like, a chance one episode and then another episode with Cora. It's like, I gave it two seasons worth. That's mm-hmm. two years worth of content trash both times. <laughs> so it gets nothing else from me. And that's how I feel about things being garbage. <laughs> um, I know a lot, I was going to say, a lot of people, like, I think everyone who stuck it out, like, they got really into Kuvir for some reason. And honestly, I think Kuvir was kind of bland. I don't know. People were really sexually invested in Kavir, at least the fandom, where they made jokes about being sexually invested in Kavir. I don't know. I, the Kavir plot was for whatever for me. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was less, I think all the plots that they tried to bring in later in the seasons were not as interesting as the original plot where they were going to try to talk about non-benders being oppressed by benders. Mm-hmm. And that would have been a more interesting, but like, I don't know, maybe that's because that's political. I think that'd be more interesting. That would have been a really, like, instead of making a, a, well, Amon turned out to be a waterbender, a very light-skinned waterbender for some reason, but instead of, like... And some commentary two white men should be making. God, ugh, anyway. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, instead of Amon turning out to be a waterbender, him turning out to be more like Ty Lee and something, or something like that, and just being a very powerful Mm non-bender would have been, first of all, more interesting. Also would have made more sense, because... What? What? And for what reason is he Tarlock's brother? What is the reason? There is none. There's no actual reason why. The, it doesn't add anything to the plot. It had, like, a cool backstory deal to it. He made some he, wolves do a weird thing. You know what? Actually, that sounds like they were trying to grasp kind of what Avatar did with, like, mini- like Avatar, for whatever reason, could grasp it with minimal effort. They could, they could do what, like, Steven does to me less in a different way but it's still it does because you know their avatar is more like it's really heavily plot driven and then it's also just silly mm-hmm. but like it does they, they grasp me different ways but they could do it easily and fluidly and that's why I think everyone liked avatar the last airbender it was really fluid it and was like to, almost effortless yeah while core they had to push to recreate it and like we were all so excited because we were like it's a fucking brown girl fucking main character's brown girl it's pretty it's pretty intense it's pretty great and then like we saw Amani and like wait Asami Asami yeah we saw we saw Asami and she was like 
you know, super pretty. Her character design is, like, super pretty. And, like, everyone liked Bolin's eyebrows. And I think everyone was like, Marco's going to be, like, Zuko. And we like Zuko. Mark. Marco. <laughs> Marco's going to be, like, Zuko. And we're going to all, like, we love Zuko. Shit, we love Zuko. <laughs> I think that was, like, is that, look at that Zuko. Look at that Zuko going around places. The thing about that is I didn't need a recreation of Avatar. I needed something, even if, like, just... It was just, Korra was so bad. Korra was so bad. I don't want to end on this, but Korra was so bad. There. God. There, there. There, there. There, there. There, It's just, oh, God. It was, mm. They literally could have done the benders versus non-bender thing for four seasons. Mm-hmm. They could have. Because they were doing a pretty interesting thing, because in, in the first Avatar, it was, like, very stark. It was, like... Fire Nation's bad. Everyone else is good. And then you'd have, like, a couple of good people in the Fire Nation to show that some people in the Fire Nation are good. You'd have, like, a couple of thieves or something in, like, everyone else because it's just how life works. Whatever. You have a couple of bad people and a couple of good people. But Korra did a couple of interesting things, like, um, with how Amon and Tarlock's father wanted them to learn how to bloodbend and he was, like, abusive and stuff. And it was like, you know, we have a water, we have a water tribe member and water tribe members are usually pretty much always good. And you have a bad guy within the water tribe. That's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And you have a bad guy within the Earth within the Earth Kingdom with Kavera, I guess. And you have like bad guys within other people's nations. And that's and that was pretty interesting. They could have played on that more. And I guess they did in the se- in the third season. I don't even know if the third season happened. No one ever talks about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like they first of all, they didn't play with that enough. And then. They also didn't play enough with the bender v non-bender thing. They literally gave that up after they defeated Amon. Like, it just stopped being a problem or something. Mm-hmm. Like, all of a sudden, a ben- bender stopped depressing non-benders. Just all of a sudden. All the time. Ugh. Never happened again. God. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, um... Core is a lot. Core is a lot. Core is another whole episode by itself. Yeah, let's just talk about Korra one <laughs> next, day and how trash next topic. it is. Korra! <laughs> how it's garbage and... All the re- ooh, we'd have to. I'd have to write that down. I haven't. I haven't raved about Cora in like you know at least a year. I think Cora's been over for like two years now. Are you ready to hear forty-five minutes straight of Danny screaming? Fifteen I mean, minutes in between. I'm just person saying water? we could have a whole episode on just Mako himself. Ha! I'm just ha! saying. Ha! <laughs> ha! And why he's a bag of trash. Just, just, God. But yeah, I mean, Stevens doesn't hurt me and star's great and rick and morty was also good but doesn't really go with this week's thing we didn't really talk about it um i guess the only thing i want to say about rick and morty is that justin roiland is a child (laughs) and needs to get the fuck over himself i uh someone made a point that he might have been not to give him credit i don't know if this was just a thing Mm -hmm. um maybe he was like rick couldn't say this as a character but he made it he made it Morty, so it was a 14-year-old teenage boy whining about this, and then have Rick shut him down. So I don't know if, I think people have been saying that that was him, like, realizing that he was a pe- Yeah, he was like, he was like, he was like, so, so-and-so chick hasn't texted you back yet, and you know, like, oh, yeah. the most, the way you could hurt a 14-year-old, like, dis, like, shoot his opinions down the worst way possible. <laughs> I think people were saying that that was him recognizing that. I think, I honestly don't know. I think it's just weird that he, if he wanted that to be a point, I mean, I guess he got to say a lot. Mm-hmm. He got to, he got to say so much. He got to say all his feelings on that shit. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. Rick and Morty actually, like, does this really well, too, the the intense moments. Like, they do a lot of really nice emotional stuff, which is why I like Rick and Morty mm-hmm. sometimes. They do a lot of, like, good family stuff, and mm-hmm. we've talked about that before. 
But yeah, that was just weird. People have been like, maybe he was recognizing that he was a shit by by shooting him down and being a fourteen year old. But I really also, don't think I think that's what that, that was. was. I think because usually in shows like this, whoever speaks the longest and uses the most big words, this is usually how it goes with like these adult TV shows. Mm-hmm. Whoever just says the most shit in the shortest period of time, they're considered right for the episode, and then they have someone shoot them down just to bring back the comedy. Mm-hmm. But the opinion that was longest is the one that stands, mm-hmm. and then just someone has to say something funny afterwards in order to like sort of bring it back around it's kind of the brian griffin dynamic yeah just shoot him down brian will say whatever he wants no matter how much they think it's like provocative or whatever yeah. like and that's the correct thing that's for the it. episode and someone just says something funny and that just brings back fart the, yeah someone that just brings back comedy to undercut it but that's what they meant like they said what they meant mm-hmm. he delayed that shit two weeks oh, two God. weeks anyway I think that's about it for this week. Yeah. Um, um, we got super duper off topic. Maybe we'll try No, I think we actually, we kept it in line. I think, I mean, like, yeah, did we talk about Scooby-Doo again? Yes, but in my fault, I think I was just sidekick linked, and then they, like, told me from the past that they were going to introduce a new Scooby-Doo. So, like, I'm a future reader. Everyone get on board with that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, so, um, in notes, um, so something I was really excited about. Heart, the Harvey Beak writers started following us on Twitter. Hey. Which means everyone should start following us on Twitter. You should follow us on Twitter, but also everyone should fucking watch Harvey Beaks. Also, yeah. It everyone, is a pillar of adorable, sweet wholesomeness. I was, it's really, really good. I was so, I was so happy because they followed us first. We didn't even, we didn't, I think I might have like retweeted something from them, mm-hmm. but like besides that, they, they came to us first and I'm so happy. Seriously, guys, watch Harvey Beaks. It's so it's sweet. So, it's, we even talked about it in two weeks and I feel bad. It's so wholesome and just so, it's like a warm hug in a, in a, and it's just a sea of cynical bullshit. Like, all, it's the opposite of Rick and Morty, essentially. <laughs> it's just kids trying to have fun. Like, it's great. And you teach lessons. See, I, I love... That's what I think is good about these things. Like, I don't mind cartoons that show lessons. And I don't mind cartoons that, like, try to point out that we only, like, teach lessons. And, like, try to do other things. And I think... I like cartoons that do both. I think it's, it's, it's really good. It's a good balance. We're in a good place for cartoons right mm-hmm. now, honestly. We're doing a lot. So our Twitter is SMC Podcast, and you could tweet us at hashtag SMC Cartoons or at uh, SMC Cartoons, same bit. And then our Tumblr, you know, bit stuff things, is also SMC Podcast. So, yep. If y'all want to send us messages and stuff. I know we said we were going to try to incorporate people this week, but, you know, topic. Maybe we'll let people pick topics. Maybe not. That'd actually be really cool if you guys pick topics and you want us to talk on that. That'd be neat. Send us questions or send us comments or whatever. We Any, Yeah, we, we can. We reread over everything you send us. Yeah. So do the thing. Yeah. 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 All right. Yes. You about good? Uh, yeah, I think that's all. All right. Later, guys. Bye. <laughs>